So um, if you turn to Exodus chapter 15, we'll start there. Healing is a legal um, benefit. Amen. Healing has been given us legally by the word of God. The Bible is a legal document. Amen. Uh, If a lawyer were to read it, they would tell you that it is a contract of sorts. But it's greater than a contract because there's no opportunity for the one who's making the contract to break it. We have an unbreakable covenant with God. So there's no clause in here that God says that he's not going to do these things for you. He sets the conditions and and his involvement in it is without fail. So in Exodus 15, 26... Uh, starting verse 22 it says Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the wilderness of Shur and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water then they came to Marah they could not drink the waters of Marah for they were bitter therefore they named the place Marah and the people murmured against Moses saying what shall we drink he cried unto the Lord And the Lord showed him a tree, which when he threw it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. In other words, the water was poison before. Sweet means that it's it's good to taste. Generally, if water is stagnant or something wrong with it, you can tell by the taste and the smell of it. And so they knew it wasn't fit to drink. But after he threw the branch in, how many of you know what that branch represents? The cross of Christ. Amen. Praise God. So they threw that in. The waters were made sweet. And therefore he made for them a statute at an ordinance. So anybody who's legally minded at all can tell you what a statute is. It's a law. And an ordinance means it stands forever. Amen. So he made it a law that stands forever. That says if you will diligently. Not when you need something. Or every now and then, listen, hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. Do what's right in his sight. Give ear to his commandments. Keep all of his rules. He said, I'll put none of the diseases on you, which I've caused to be brought upon the Egyptians. I'm the Lord that heals you. In other words, people that don't have this covenant get sick, but you don't. You get healed. Amen. You get healed every single time. And so the Lord set forth this statute that is eternal, it lasts forever, that people who are called in by his name, who have given their lives to him, have a covenant with him of guaranteed healing. Not that he will heal you, but he has healed you. Amen. This this scripture was looking forward toward Calvary. Since Calvary, we can claim healing as a done deal. Amen. Because there's nothing you can do to earn it. There's nothing else you need. God needs to do for you to have it. He's done everything that's needed. And that was to pay the penalty for your sin. So as long as you understand that sin would stand between you and anything you want from God and you take care of that before God, then God will grant you whatever you desire, healing included. We're entitled to walk in a state of divine health at all times by the power of the word of God. And so it is guaranteed our healing is already guaranteed by God. People need to understand how to fight sickness and refuse to accept it as a normal part of life. When you understand that sickness is not a normal part of life, then you'll understand also the next step, and that is how to resist it. Amen? And you resist it with the word of God. So we're going to talk about how you you begin to understand what God expects and how to use his word. Psalm 107.20 says, He sent his word to heal them and delivered them from their destructions. So we answer sickness when it speaks to us, And refuse to accept it. So all you have to do is answer your symptoms with the word of God. And before you do that, it's good to know what God, how God wants you to attack 
that specific situation. And so I always tell people it's good to what we call lawyer up. Amen. The Bible says that when we sin, we have an advocate or a lawyer with the Father. You don't have a judge. You don't have a jailer. You don't have somebody to condemn you. You have a lawyer. You have an advocate. A lawyer is somebody who goes to bat for you. He speaks on your behalf. Man. So when symptoms come to you, call on your advocate. In other words, lawyer up first. Amen. Before you get down the road somewhere and you get discouraged and you start wondering, am I doing the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Is this enough word? Is that not enough word? And get carried away with, with, see what lawyering up does, it makes you sure-footed in your approach to what you are, are pursuing in God's kingdom. It puts you on an even keel. It puts you in a place where you have an assurance because you have somebody to lean on and lean into so that you can be assured. Somebody who knows the law. Somebody who's an expert at the law. Somebody who knows how to do everything legally so that you won't miss anything. Amen. I was thinking about a situation. uh, I give the example of this in the book of a neighbor I had many years ago, and this man wound up doing 20 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. He was he lived in a neighborhood. There was a, a gentleman, uh, he, he had a, a business, a, a grocery store, a corner store, convenience-type store. Right across from that was an apartment building. And uh, the um, uh, landlord of the apartment building had a tenant there, and the tenant was always threatening the landlord when it would come to collect the rent. And this man knew about it, and he, and he kind of got involved and, in, in, you know, encouraged the landlord. He said, well, why don't you get somebody to go with you when you have to go collect rent, you know, because this man is not stable and the guy had a gun and all that kind of stuff. Well, the store owner walked around. He was a Vietnam veteran, and they don't get too separated from their guns. That much I know about them. You understand what I'm saying? They they keep their peace all the time. And uh, he would always carry his gun on him because he was protecting his store and protecting his cash. And he saw the two of them across the street, and he walked out to the street and and the uh tenant pulled the gun and this man's reflex was shoot first because he was getting ready to shoot everybody well he did that uh and the man died the result of that when the police came the store owner went down with the police just to explain his side of the story he didn't lawyer up he talked to them for two hours and out of that conversation came an indictment for murder. So this is why I say lawyer up. Your safest thing to do is lawyer up. Amen. Because a lawyer will tell you when you're talking too much. And they'll tell you if you're incriminating yourself and what you say. See, when symptoms come upon us, how we handle them is essential. The way you handle it right off the bat is your foundation. And if you start trying to figure out how this happened, why is this happening to me, you run in your mouth in front of your accuser. Because really, sickness is an accusation against us. Because it doesn't belong to us anymore. When symptoms come upon you, the devil is saying, hey, you shouldn't be eating all that. Look at what you done done to yourself. Huh? You shouldn't have been ripping and running the streets and picking up all kind of disease. Look what you done done to yourself. If you are blood bought, it's an accusation. Amen? Amen. If you're not blood bought, it's true. Amen? And it's 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 no longer an accusation, but if you're not blood-bought, you're guilty. And so many people have to wear the guilt and 
then they have to go they go to the doctor when the doctor can't help them they off to another doctor just like the woman with the issue of blood she went from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor because nothing else was available to her when people are blood bought it's an accusation amen it's just the devil accusing you of be of, of being entitled to have that disease put on you because he'll tell you your wrong living caused that you didn't eat the right things look at you you always stuffing yourself you don't do this right you don't do that right amen and so if if it if you are blood bought what that means is that jesus paid the penalty for your wrong living he paid the penalty for your past sins out of your life in the past he paid the penalty for everything that you ever did wrong and everything you will do wrong in the future amen the bible says satan is the accuser of the brethren amen that means that no when when you're accused there's got to be evidence that that accusation is appropriate in your case amen well there'll never be any evidence i'm gonna tie my boot while y'all think about that see y'all make me dig too deep i'm smelling my fish and all that stuff and i don't want to dig too deep when my fish is about ready to but anyhow but anywho but uh no that wasn't your cue to go get no fish all right see you later brother <laughs> bless you <laughs> i mess you know i'm gonna mess with you my last chance for the day so praise god anyway um but but when you're accused that accusation has to be answered that's why you lawyer up amen amen you have to answer the accusation you just can't let it hang out there in the clouds somewhere and you be scared of it or you try to hide from it or make excuses for it see instead of lawyering up what we generally do is we try to blame someone amen or blame it on something else you sit there and have a conversation with the devil trying to clear yourself and instead of trying to clear yourself just shut up lawyer up wait for your lawyer to come so he can get the job done right because we'll mess it up every single time if we try to first thing you do wonder wonder what wonder 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 uh if you get a little pain you think well wonder what this is then you go to good rx or or webmd or hey y'all webmd already trying to figure out why it is happening to you amen it's the same argument i don't care how you start answering it it's the same accusation over and over and over again if you're blood bought and you know you're saved and you know jesus died for your sins then call him as your advocate amen just dummy up and lawyer up don't say anything amen if if the pain is too severe throw a little word wait a minute devil i'm gonna find the right i'm calling my lawyer right now but in the meantime you take this off of me in the name of jesus by his stripes i am healed and but seek god for a strategy for how to walk back into your health again amen so when we get accused what do we do the first thing you would want to do is argue with your accuser that's the worst thing you can do is give the devil an audience or give him your time your only relationship with him is to tell him to shut up you don't explain anything to him you don't try to reason with him as well see i i now see i've been trying on that diet and i didn't drop uh well let me see i I dropped i dropped three but i picked up well you know that ain't i i'm I'm not gonna talk about that right now my sins is forgiven you know you finally figure something my sins is forgiven 
he knows my inward part my uprising and my down sitting well you still arguing with the devil amen you still haven't approached him the right way you have to re- approach him in righteousness somebody who is right in right standing with god you have to approach him through the lens of your advocate the one who goes to bat for you and that's jesus what else do we do we deny it huh you ever see people get start getting symptoms they want to say they're in faith and go to the doctor because they didn't got scared now it's getting too much for them you know i mean i'll blame you for going to the doctor but once you submit yourself to natural authority you got to do what the authority tells you to do but people go in there now wait a minute doctor now wait a minute i don't believe i don't receive that well don't be telling the doctor you in there for his why you arguing with him telling him what you don't receive you came there to get something from him amen or then you go home and refuse to take the pills they sit up there and look at you you look at them you still ain't feeling no better take the pills and call your lawyer please amen you cannot be in denial denial is the fear of confronting things you have to be brave in your lawyer to confront everything that you're accused of amen so start confronting these things when in the presence of god in the word of god start confronting them so that your lawyer can give you sound counsel good counsel he can't counsel you on something that you don't confront whenever somebody takes you to court before they charge you you stand before a judge it's called a bench so you have to approach the bench where judgment sits and then they tell you what you're accused of amen so we should not be afraid of hearing the accusation of the devil because it's not for us anyway you got a remedy you got a ready remedy for it amen you have your advocate that coming there to speak on your behalf he is for you he's not against you you know anybody who hires a lawyer that turns on them needs to fire that when it gets somebody who's going to speak up for you amen you can even get a good a new trial if you can prove your lawyer did not present a sound case for you amen but jesus always has a sound case for us he goes to bat for us not against us so you shouldn't be afraid to call him you shouldn't be afraid to talk to him you shouldn't be afraid to go to him in your time of need because he is always for you he has done everything needed to secure your your acquittal to secure your release to secure your restoration of your health plus everything that's stolen from you from your loss of health amen bartimaeus was blind they think all of his life and when he came to jesus jesus returned his sight but don't you know that not only didn't he get his sight he was begging for a living don't you know that man was able to get his inheritance and get a job so everything gets restored to you and don't stop pursuing god until you get everything amen that the word has promised to you so instead of bargaining with your adversary amen or denying things the other thing we try to do sometimes when we uh um uh have symptoms and they're pointing to illness we try to hide amen we get around the saints oh i'm healed i'm i'm blessed i'm saved sanctified filled with the holy ghost five baptized you know we we hide a lot of stuff behind our fake confession amen when your life when you finally lawyer up god will say something like well i had you among the saints and i had three people that were willing to pray for you but you kept playing around and, and hiding it from them amen not 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 speaking the truth amen you know and sometimes people can tell you're not doing well by the way you look amen (laughs) 
many times we take a natural remedy instead of calling our lawyer. Now, if you call your lawyer and he tells you, girl, go to the doctor, you you ain't going to get rid of that with the little pocket change faith you carrying right now. <laughs> it ain't going to work for you. And many times we need to keep functioning. You get a job, if if your blood pressure shoots up, you got to keep your job. If you have certain kinds of jobs, they won't let you work until you get it under control. And so there will be some situations where your lawyer would say, girl, go to doctor. You know, like I was walking around with a toothache one time, and I kept speaking to it, and I said, uh, he said, so the Lord said, well, the dentist has got to eat too, Barb. Just go, you know. He was he was easy. He took me down easy road with that one. So I said, I went in, I'm doing this for you, Mr. Dentist, not for me. Huh? <laughs> so there are times when you need a natural remedy. But my my concern with that is that oftentimes people will drop their security with their advocate and with the word and will just pick up the natural. You know how some people got juicers and the juicer's brother and the big juicer and the you know some of them motors sound like lawnmowers on them things you ever been i'm serious you ever been around them, them, them 15 horsepower 10 how i said that's bigger than my snowblower's motor huh they'll juice your your woodwork off you know what i'm saying i mean y'all will be drinking wood with some of them wood chipper things they invest in all those highfalutin things and drinking everything that's green and, you know, sneaking meat. You know, I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a vegan. Oh, okay, that's cool. You know, it's you know more power to you, amen. But that there's no healing power there. Huh? You know, it, with people, the the word vitamin, amen means that it's vital in a minimal amount it's minimally vital amen and so if you in it you can you know them little flintstone chewables you just pop one of them a day and you cool they didn't tell you to make your whole life off of flintstone chewables amen so they are they are potent but in very small doses. You just need a very little bit of it in order to round out your diet, you know, that your normal food doesn't have. And so what your normal food lacks, you make it up in what we call supplements, but you're not living off your juicer. You're not living off the pills. You're not living off, amen, supplemental things, amen. God has given us, uh, he will satisfy our mouth with good things, the Bible says. Not with supplements, not with pills, but good things. What would you rather eat? Would you rather have an apple or a steak or a pill? I'd say the good thing is that, you know, that's what I'm talking about. So our mouths are made, and he says he will feed us until we're full. Amen. He's not half feeding us. You don't go away from the table still hungry. He feeds you until you're full. Amen. The other thing we do when we get symptoms in our bodies is we get scared. Amen. Now, the reason I refer to them as symptoms is because I cannot put disease on you because God has taken it off of you already. Amen. And so in, in many times they will tell you no symptoms, no disease. Amen. So it's like if if the beginning of of whatever they have diagnosed you with comes with symptoms, when the symptoms start disappearing, that means your health is returning. Amen. And so that's what we want. We want a return to health, a total eradication of symptoms, so that symptoms tend to bug us. As long as they hang around, we are a little concerned, unless we really. Uh, catch ourselves and walk in faith and say oh you know what i am healed in spite of how i feel i am healed in spite of what my leg feels like i am healed amen and keep declaring your healing according to mark eleven twenty three. 
it, it will come to pass. Amen. If you if you say it, you can have what you say. Amen. But you can't have it if you keep saying something else. And so keep saying you're healed. Keep saying you're whole. Keep saying your symptoms have gone. Keep saying your symptoms are, are getting less and less every day. You know, help yourself out with your own confession. Amen. Prophesy to yourself. Amen. The world is not waiting for you to give them a word about them. Your body's waiting for you to give it a word about you. Amen. 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 So when when symptoms come upon us, we have to realize that we have an advocate. In 1 John 2, verse 1, I'm going to turn to it so I can read it. Forgive me. I should be sitting back a little bit, but... Amen. First John. <clears throat> what did I say? It was two. It says, my little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. Amen. So the Bible, by telling us we're forgiven, is not advocating sin. And really anybody who has a conscience that's developed by God knows that's wrong anyway. Amen. And so he says, I'm telling you these things so that you do not sin. He says, but if any man does sin, we have an advocate, not an accuser, not a condemner. Not an executioner, not a punisher. We have an advocate, amen, with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is also the payment for our sins. So you have an advocate who speaks up for you because he's paid for it. That's different than any lawyer you'll ever have. If you go out and hire a lawyer today, he don't pay you, you pay him. It's called a retainer, he won't even come talk to you. We had a family friend, my, my husband knew a lot of people. You know, his family knew a lot of people. Uh, but he was a very popular criminal lawyer in the city of Cleveland. He's, if, I don't know how old anybody is. Miss Patch, you ain't from here, I could put it on you, but you. I know that's wrong, ain't it? That's just bad. But uh Avis, you know who I'm talking about. I know. Remember Norman Miner in the Call Post building? Uh-huh, yeah. Well, he had his partner was Floyd Oliver, a, a friend of my husband's family. And I went by the office one time that we, he was doing some work for us, you know, little Mike. We were not criminals, but they were criminal attorneys. And he stood up and took a wad of Fives and singles, he said, I know this came from McDonald's. That boy, mama, brought me all this money in here. She said, get my baby out of jail, please. And she didn't have one of her sons go stick up McDonald's to get the retainer for the. Because she knew he wasn't going down there without any money. Amen. But Jesus is the payment for our sin as well as the lawyer. So you owe nothing. When he shows up to help you, you owe nothing. Amen. You don't ever get a bill from Jesus. Amen. 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 So he is the payment for your sins. Not ours only, but the whole world's sins. So you can bring your friends and give them prayer because you know that's covered. You can bring family members, Bebe Nim and, and Pookie and, and, and Man Man and, and, and bro man, all of them, you can bring all of them and pray for them because the advocate has paid for the sins of not only only his children but the whole world. Amen. And so when we have an advocate, he goes, he's the lawyer for everybody who would come to him by faith and come to him in, in humility. Amen. So you have an advocate, don't say anything until your lawyer shows up. Amen. And he he comes instantly. He is our defense. He provides a defense for our sins. 
in our defense thank you shannon our defense is the blood of jesus amen it's his own shed blood that's why he is the propitiation or he is the payment for our sins amen his own shed blood he comes with that in a sufficient form to to uh um to show and and declare that our sins are paid for amen he is the one that shows that evidence amen he has stripes on his body to show everybody his feet his side and his hands and the thorns that were were dug into his skull amen all of that stripes on his back he paid dearly for everything that we need so when he shows up he brings his own evidence with him amen that's why you don't have to give evidence of nothing amen you know you don't tell tell the devil or tell people i didn't do it because i wasn't there just put a cap on it you know jesus told the disciples he said they're going to bring you in front of kings governors magistrates all of that for my sake he said don't try to figure out ahead of time what you don't rehearse your little ragtag story before you get there he said the holy spirit will give you what to say in that hour and not before amen so he will tell you what to say when it's time to say it you know why he says that because your carnal mind will make up something that the devil can blow holes through huh well i just ate a little bit of extra pie i don't know why my sugar done shot up on me amen we're always making excuses for our bad behavior instead of repenting of it if we start confessing to god god i need help with this you know i know i need to quit this i need to stop that i need help with this amen instead always causing calling grace 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 she ain't home when you need to repent grace is not at home just go on and repent tell god you're sorry but i keep doing it and you keep telling him you're sorry you quit one day you quit one day amen in fact god is your quit you won't quit without him amen so depend on him to help you with those things he 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 delights in being our helper you know he's not you know people i keep going to god you better i don't know if you got a you got another god in your pocket you can go to huh you better go to him well i know he gets tired of me well keep going care what he get you think he gets tired of just keep going amen that old boyfriend you i'm not gonna go there he was tired of you too but you kept going to him tired of you don't stop you from doing nothing How we get all delicate once we get saved? And, well, I can't do this. And I, oh, faith, I don't know if I have enough. You got enough. You done had enough all your life to get everything else you wanted. Huh? <laughs> but he's your defense. You don't need to go defending yourself, make excuses, and I. Oh, you know, I'm waiting for God to tell me. Read your Bible. You wait no more. You got everything you need right here. Wait no more. Amen. (laughs) When Jesus shows up, he has evidence to the contrary of whatever situation, symptom is plaguing you. Amen. He has evidence that you are healed. He has evidence that that penalty has been paid. He has evidence that you're redeemed from the curse of the law. He has he shows up with his own evidence. Amen. Where the accuser thinks he has evidence on you. You don't do this right. You don't do that right. You know, you need to tell him sometime, wait around, devil. I'm going to do something else wrong. 
Because I know me. You know what I'm saying? I was, but I got a good lawyer now. I got the best lawyer. I got the best lawyer. Jesus just wants us to hold fast to our beliefs. Don't change your confession. Don't change it. Don't start saying all of a sudden, I don't feel good. I feel this. or you. We walk by faith, not feelings. Amen. Always walking by faith. Feelings have very little to do with anything kingdom related. Amen. Amen. Really, the fruit of the Spirit don't just generate feelings, they generate power. Amen? When you have joy, there's power there. When you have peace, there's power there. Amen? Happy happy is just a feeling. Sad is just a feeling. Amen? Depressed is just discouraged. Those are feelings. Amen? We're talking about spiritual forces when you talk about God. See, you're, the spiritual forces of God's spirit, when when it comes to comparing, say, uh, feelings with spiritual forces, say you have over here fear, you have over here peace. Well, if if fear is confronting peace, peace goes like <laughs> and consumes it. Amen. You know, a, a feeling can't stand in the face of, of the power of God, any of the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? When you have joy, that cancels the devil's show totally. Amen? Every deep demon scatters when you start operating in the joy of the Lord. You start lifting him up. You start getting excited, godly excited, spiritually excited about God. And start Moving in his joy. That shuts down everything. You laugh in the devil's face and see what he does. Amen. Hebrews 4, we'll turn there. In verse 14, it says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest, Not just a lawyer, but he's also a priest. It's like, this guy can do anything. Amen? I like this guy. Amen. That is passed into the heavens. That's where his throne is. That's where he can do business from. All power is vested in that throne. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Let us hold fast. Why? Because the devil's going to try to get you to let go of it. See? He's always working to get us to change our confession, let go of our confession, uh, start speaking what we see, what we feel, what we think, what we hear somewhere other than the word of God. And so Jesus says hold fast to it. Why? Because it's easy to let it go. See, it's easy to just get your attention on how you feel. How long it's been that this has been happening to you. Amen. You know, instead of thinking about how long it's been that you've had symptoms, think about how long it's been that God's been keeping you with the symptoms. Amen. Think how long it's been that they haven't gotten any worse or they haven't taken you out of here. Think on those things. Amen. So there's always a different way to evaluate your life. So when Jesus says hold fast to it, get a tight grip on it, not a flimsy grip, a tight grip means that you hold on to it by the word and that's all you hear other than what you believe. Amen. Keep listening to more of the word. Hold fast to it. Amen. Don't have a slippery grip on it and be willing to listen to something else. Amen. Or entertain another thought. You know, I'm in the word, but maybe I need so-and-so and such and such to go with that. Amen. 
Did Jesus ever tell anybody, go get me some vitamins for the, go get me supplement for, I need some help. The anointing doesn't need any help, folks. He's all the help you need. Amen. When that word comes into your life, you've got the maximum help that God can give you. So he says, because we have a great high priest, and he's in the heavens, he's not an earthly high priest, which means he has access to all of the resources of heaven. It's not like your good friend or your doctor or anybody, your nutritionist, your personal trainer, uh, your life coach. You know, we got all kind of people floating around here. Asking for money to wreck your life. Life coach, nothing. The first thing you need to ask them is how's your life? Huh? Well, I've had so-and-so training. I have a certificate in this. No, how's your life? I want somebody's got some practical going on. Got some real credentials. Got some testimony, as Brother Stone would say. <laughs> I need somebody that can testify. Tell me what I need to do. <laughs> so there is a, a a law, or they call it a writ, and it's called habeas corpus, H-A-B-E-A-S, corpus, C-O-R-P-U-S. It means you have the body, amen, and that is not a personal trainer term. Huh? What it really means is that you possess authority over somebody. Amen. Jesus has a writ of habeas corpus on us. Amen. He owns our bodies. Amen. And he's not going to let go of them. Amen. Even for our raggedy confession, our halfway faith, uh, our fake faith, our pretend, our pretend confession, our hollow confession. Amen. You know, sometimes you know your confession ain't moving you. <laughs> but say it anyway i mean i'm not one to tell you not to say it it might hold the devil off for a minute huh? but get in your word and it will get stronger amen it will get stronger amen But what that really means in the in natural law, in man's law, in in our government, our law that our constitution, uh, ours are derived from Roman law, which uh, was uh, during the time of Jesus, and so that was a law that was really borrowed and copied a lot out of the Bible, because a lot of the laws that really stand are biblically based. But what that really means is that when when someone is is has received a writ of habeas corpus, so say for instance I get arrested, and they have a suspicion, they have enough evidence to suspect that I've been involved in a real crime. It can't be a fictitious; some real has had to have occurred. And I'm at the scene or near the scene. Somebody drops my name. They have enough evidence to suspect that I may have some involvement in it. They can detain me, but not for more than 72 hours. After 72 hours, your advocate, your lawyer, if he's smart, will watch the clock. They'll go down first. First, they'll find out what time you were arrested. They'll look at the paperwork. And they can discern with it, well, have they been charged? No, they haven't been charged. Well, it's more than 72 hours, so they're granted a writ of habeas corpus, and you get out. Amen? You get out. No more charges. Amen? Unless they find stronger evidence, they can bring you down again. But until they find enough to charge you, you go free. Amen? 
So Jesus has a holy writ of habeas corpus on our behalf. He owns your body. He is the high priest over your confession, but he also has a covenant of divine health and healing with you. And he is your Lord and master now, so he owns your body. So Satan can't touch your body. Amen. Now, you might have symptoms, but you stand against it. You resist it. Amen. Your advocate is for you. He is encouraging you to resist the devil. And the Bible says the devil runs in terror when you resist him, when you submit to your advocate. So you're submitted to God. You resist the devil. And he must flee. Well, why don't my symptoms leave all of a sudden? Why don't you keep doing what God tells you to do and you'll see the result of it? See, what the enemy wants to do is plant doubt in you by resisting your words and resisting your command. Amen? But you got to stand your ground and say, he's got to do this. He's got to let me go. He has no legal right to hold me. I'm not chargeable for anything. The blood makes us not chargeable. Because that blood was shed up for you, and you have confidence in that and that alone. It's not the blood in your good behavior. It's not the blood in all your big confession. It's not. It's just the blood. Amen. Has paid for that. Amen. Your confession is for you to keep you in a frame of mind to receive your healing. Amen. To receive all of what God has for you. Amen. The veil of of the temple, when Jesus, uh, when he gave up his life, the veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom. Amen. And, And he obtained that writ for us at Calvary. The Holy Spirit was released and the old law was done away with. That's why the the veil was torn. That means nobody can go in and minister under the old covenant anymore. So that when you don't do right, God doesn't give the devil permission to put sickness on you. He's waiting for you to confess your sin so you can get in do right condition again. Amen. See, your, con- your confession is, praise God, your confession keeps you in good standing with Thank you. Are we on? Yep. Turn me on. Turn me on. He'd give me this dead thing here. Praise God. It's in two realms. Amen. You in right standing with God. So you confess your wrongs. But it is also to call that you want towards you. So you confess the word with the same mouth. So you confess what you believe in your heart. Amen. You confess with your mouth what you believe in your heart. Amen. And if you know that you uh, cuss your mother-in-law out, you need to confess that. Amen. You need to. And get that because that stands between you and God. He can't look on sin. I don't care how innocent you think you are. See, we spend more time trying to convince God that we're innocent instead of trying to just own up to it. Just own it. Amen. You only own it for a minute because he took it away already. Well, when I do bad, I feel bad. You're supposed to. Until you confess it, you're going to feel bad. And sometimes after you confess it. You got to believe that you're cleansed from all unrighteousness. Amen. And quit playing around with stuff. Let's get down to brass tacks. 
that blood was shed for you to walk through life sinless, honey. No burden on you, no no uh, condemnation, no guilt, no fear. The blood takes the guilt away. Amen. That's what it's for. What good would a would a forgiveness do if you walked around feeling bad about everything all the time? Amen. And I'm not talking about one of them be feel happy sermons. Huh? I'm talking about real real stuff here. Amen. I'm talking about the ride or die stuff that you, you got going on with Jesus. Amen. See, we we are supposed to be his ride or die. You know, God, I don't care how bad I get, God, I'm coming to you with it. Amen. I'm with you ride or die. Amen. I don't care how embarrassed I am to admit it. I'm coming to you ride or die. Amen. Amen. Because you belong to him. Amen. Yeah, so just confess and let him throw you up on the back of that motorcycle and y'all take off. Amen. And keep going like you was going before. And don't stop going for God. sitting up arguing about whether you well i wouldn't have done it if they hadn't started it and if they had if they, i was on my way somewhere else and i thought you told me to go over there and then i got over there and got in trouble just confess it ask god to forgive you you get sorry enough you quit doing it huh you quit doing it <laughs> Satan has no proof that you're guilty of anything. He just suggests stuff to you to mess your head up. Quit letting him rent space in your head for free. He has absolutely no proof, no evidence. Your symptoms are not evidence of disease. You keep wondering what this is, it'll be something. I remember a, a pastor, we, we, he had a, a pretty large building and it, he had several sanctuaries in there we would rent from him. He was a real sweet, uh, Kojic. You know, they'd be dressed, they looked like little petty fours. You know, them cute little, dainty little, um, desserts you buy and they're all white and pink and the, yeah, that was him from head to toe either white gray or pink pastor kirkwood remember him and he would say pray for me sis pray for me sis pray for me sis pray for me sis so sis would pray for him and i i and he would be missing and come i said where you been man of god i was in the hospital i said I, I said well what's wrong he said he couldn't find nothing I said, because you're healed. I said, you're not sick, you're healed. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Pray for him, sis. Pray for him. <laughs> well, he he came from a long line of people that begged prayer for everybody they thought could pray. His mother would sit down down in the dining room. They had a dining room in back of their sanctuary. And so when we would come out of our our side of the building, you could look in there and see she was sitting back there. And I'd wave at her, and she'd say, And so I, you know, I go in there and I pray for her. She said, "Baby," she said, "just put your hand on me right here, right here, right here." And we, you know, I, I'd get all the little elderly ladies at her table and we'd have a Holy Ghost party. Woo! I'm better now. I'm better. Well, she lived to be 103 years old, huh? Off of pray for me, sis, and touch me right there. And that's how that's how them coaching people stay healed. Amen. <laughs> from glory to glory amen they didn't miss a beat but see you can be trying to be sick and it won't show up that's the blood amen that's the power of the blood the power of the blood amen I remember a, a very popular minister that he had 
he said there was something wrong with his throat and he went back to the doctor over and over again well over a period of six months something began to manifest but at first it was just a here and there thing but he was concerned about it because he is a preacher you know and i would wonder to myself i said lord was that you telling him just to get in the word and you take care of it you understand what i'm saying but if you persist and you keep going back you leave the faith that you're healed behind and you start living out of the natural and they had to do a a large resection on its esophagus and so and i was thinking to myself i say you know it's easier to believe god when it's just symptoms than after they cut you up and you got to believe for a, a miracle repair and all that kind of stuff it, it it may seem hard when you first start trusting god but if you stay under the authority of the people god has put you under you can get enough prayer enough anointing enough healing power to take care of these things amen and start to treat them as i'm not this i'm healed amen i'm not that i'm healed amen no matter how you feel no matter what you see puffing up god will let you know if it's beyond your level of faith and and you need to just go somewhere but for the most part these things and if you stay in the word and you quit worrying and quit telling yourself you're sick it's all about what you tell yourself just like the woman with the issue of blood she'd been at doctors for 12 years amen she was a graduate of the doctor program until she ran out of money then she flunked out (laughs) but he said when she heard about jesus what did she hear she heard something new different than what the doctors told her see when you hear about jesus you hear hope you hear encouragement you hear you're healed you hear all the things that you need to hear in order to affect the healing and a cure and so when you hear the word start to meditate on embrace it accept what you hear amen you begin to accept what you hear and you let things go amen that are contrary to you just make a choice you have a choice what you believe you have a choice what you hear so let yourself continue to hear the word of god make that choice make that decision i'm going to hear the word of god and i'm going to believe what i hear when she heard about jesus the holy spirit told her he said you go to that that where he is and you don't even have to ask him to pray for you just touch the hem of his garment and you'll be healed and she believed that and she touched and received virtue inside of her amen so much so that jesus recognized that power went out of him and went into her amen when the anointings transferred you know it amen and she knew the bible says she knew in herself that she was healed so nobody could talk her out of it amen so god knows the date the time everything for your healing in in the meantime feed on the word you're not waiting on anything amen you're feeding on the word you're trusting in god you're not waiting your uh, your faith is your manifestation until all your symptoms leave amen it'll hold you until all your symptoms leave amen there are no legal charges of illness to somebody who puts their trust in jesus amen if the doctors hang you with a diagnosis they're going to have to reverse it at some point because your healing will come amen so pay no attention to that some people just can't stop messing with stuff until they go somewhere and somebody tell them some bad news you know everybody's a false prophet you know they'll they'll you know like i'm sitting here teaching and preaching they'll go somewhere and the doctor give them a diagnosis see i told you i was sick see i told you that's what i had well they're happy because they were right see everybody wants to be a prophet even if it's to their own doom See, there's something a little kooky about everybody. You understand what I'm saying? And I ain't just talking about them Facebook people. They first on my list. They need to go shut up and go fix their own life. 
most of them don't have a congregation you know when god calls you he sends you to a people amen he sends you to somebody now with social media everybody can be a minister everybody can have a title huh you know people would come up to me and well, what did we call you? I said, just don't call me late to dinner. I will be ticked. I will be ticked off. We'd be in trouble then. You ain't going to get in no trouble, whatever else you want to. You know what I'm saying? When your advocate shows up, he tells the accuser that he took stripes on his body for your healing. He tells the accuser that he took your sickness and carried it away. Away where? None of your business. Because some people will go try to find it. He tells your accuser that you are redeemed from the curse of the broken law. Even though you did sin, no curse is put on you for it. Amen. You don't get the curse. He took the curse. He tells the accusers that he puts no diseases on you. He tells the accuser that he was wounded for your transgressions. And he was bruised for your iniquities, and he bore all of your sorrows, things that make you sad, things that make you feel lonely. He took that already, all right? Jesus is anointed to minister to us, and he does it by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen? He does it through his ministers. He does it through his church. Amen? The devil wants to reclaim our bodies, so he comes with accusation. He will give you, if he can't tell you your life, you did it yourself because of bad living, he'll tell you have a family history of certain things. Well, welcome to the family of God. Amen. Divorce your natural fed. Divorce Pookie now. Amen. Divorce man, man. Divorce all of them. You've been adopted. Amen. You have a new father. You have a new family. You are brand new. Amen. You don't even leave fingerprints behind. Amen. Yep. Even for sins you do in the future, there's no fingerprints on you for them. Amen. As you get older, you're still healed. Amen. <laughs> you need to go to your advocate because you're not equipped to win the, the battle of accusation. You can't win that war. You've got to speak from the Spirit of God what he gives you to speak against symptoms, against accusation, against everything that the enemy would send out against you. Amen. Don't be so quick to want to declare yourself innocent. Let yourself be guilty. Amen. Just so you know how that feels. Because we so accustomed to, uh, I didn't do nothing. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have done that if they hadn't done this. Uh-huh. Yeah, God, the only reason why. He don't care about none of that. That does not impress him. That's not going to get him. But but God, see, I hadn't done nothing wrong for at least three days. And then your own words are condemn you because immediately something pops into your head you just did. So we aren't equipped to win that the war on that level. Amen. All we, the more we argue, the more we condemn ourselves. <laughs> so just stop it. Call your lawyer. And let him advocate for you. But I'm telling you, Jesus acquits us of all charges. Amen. Every charge against us. Amen. The Apostle Paul said, who can lay a charge to God's elect? That's you and that's me. Amen. If God if God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. The devil can't charge us with anything. You never deserve disease. 
You never deserve sickness. You never deserve it. You got me? Amen. Sometimes we get it, get it within ourselves. We get carried away. And you might pick something up, but you don't deserve it. Amen. Deserve is a whole different thing. Deserve means you got to keep it. Amen. You know, people get into trouble all the time from disobedience. But as soon as you get obedience, you confess that. The Bible says you have an advocate with the Father. Amen. All you got to do is come clean. Amen. You know, people people who work in law enforcement are waiting for people to confess. Huh? Mostly so they can get rid of paperwork. Huh? You know, just consider yourself just the more paperwork. Amen. It, nobody's going to put it on you forever. God's not going to quit loving you. He's not going to quit helping you because you sinned. Amen. Just confess it. Don't let it stand between you. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to pretend like you didn't do nothing because you know you did. Amen. (laughs) You know, if nobody's found it out, praise God. (laughs) That's what I say. Amen. Let it stay undercover. Let it stay under wraps. But don't let the devil beat you up with things. Learn how to stay obedient to God. Amen. And your conscience will stay clear. It's so much easier to fight disease symptoms and anything else with a clear conscience. Amen. It just really, really is. That righteousness will begin to speak for you and it will begin to carry you to the places you need to go. So praise God. So we're done. Amen. Praise God. Did I go over? Oh, okay. Woo. I did good. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to pray for people um, if you need prayer. If you have any symptom in your body, you have any kind of... I think the way I'll do it, Noel, I'm going to go around and just touch people i think i'll do it that way amen so um if you want me to pray for you yeah just slip your hand up and i'll come by and pray for you you can tell me what it is that you need and we'll get you we'll get her done as they say we'll get her done praise god i put some